This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 332. Shayna from Espresso English Podcast shows you three ways to push your level beyond intermediate. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 10 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. In today's episode, our guest will show you how you can use different English accents, feedback, and comedy or poetry to become the advanced English speaker that you want to be. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. Our guest is the creator of EspressoEnglish.net, where she helps you move your English to the next level with clear, concise, and easy-to-follow English lessons online. She's from the U.S., but she is currently located in London. Our guest today is Shayna Oliveira. Let's welcome Shayna to the show. Hey, Shayna, welcome back to All Ears English. We're excited to have you back. How are you doing? I'm great, Lindsay. Thanks. It's uh, great to be back on. Good. Glad to have you back. So last summer, Shayna, you came on the show and you talked about how our listeners can learn to think in English. And that was a runaway success, that episode. We loved it. And today you are going to come back and let us know how our listeners can challenge themselves a little bit more because our listeners are at that intermediate to advanced level and they want to push up to that high advanced level, right? How can we do it, Shana? What are three tips? Yeah, so it's definitely true that once you get to a certain level in English, you find that a lot of material doesn't really challenge you anymore. It's too easy for you. And it can be yeah. hard, right, to, uh, you know, seek out some something that will be a little bit beyond your level. And so I have three ideas. The first awesome. one is to look for material in various genres of English. Now, what I mean by that is, let's say you've listened to a lot of TED Talks, for example. Mm -hmm. You might be really familiar with the format of a academic type lecture and vocabulary associated but what if you went to see a comedy show? What if mm. you tried to read poetry in English? What if Ooh. you tried to read some literature, maybe from maybe some classic literature from the last century? And so to kind mm. of look for ways to diversify your English input so you actually get exposed to different turns of phrase and different vocabulary. Yeah, and in that case, we're seeing phrases being written in different ways, being pre pre presented from different angles. That sounds excellent. And you'll that learn, I feel like you'll learn to express yourself much better. Like, for example, if you watch comedy, you might then be able to joke in English or be sarcastic in English. Um, mm, if cool. you, if you read poetry, then you might be able to express kind of a more delicate, uh, feeling in English, something that's more complex, maybe, or better expressed indirectly. Um, oh, and like so it's just another dimension to the language learning. And I remember I was really happy when I went to uh, the theater in Brazil when I was learning Portuguese, and I was actually able to understand the play, <laughs> because it was right. it had some jokes, it had some 
idioms that maybe, you know, I wouldn't have learned in a textbook. And so I was yeah. really happy. And then, of course, I watched a different movie and I was I was not able to understand anything because the slang was all beyond me. So um, you really <laughs> right, need to diversify. No. I don't know. Have you had that experience in learning <clears throat> languages or? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's the ultimate experience that we all want. Like we want to be able to go out into the culture and be able to take in different forms of entertainment and really understand it because that's where we get that positive feedback loop and that's what motivates us to keep going, right? Yeah, and you know, if you don't live in an English-speaking country, the internet makes it so easy to get access to these kinds of things. Absolutely. Are there any specific things that you would recommend in terms of how to diversify your input, like any specific, I don't know, plays or books or poems? Is there anything that you really love? Um, well, one thing is that it will depend on each student what they are used to consuming and then what they need to diversify into. Um, right. There's obviously a lot of comedy on YouTube. Uh, a lot of comedians will put their performances on YouTube in order to you know, get more publicity so you can watch yeah. them for free. And then you can look in public domain libraries online. Public domain works have usually they're usually older and maybe the author has already died. And so they're now available for free. You can read the book with without um, paying for it, um, it's completely legal because the work is now in the public domain. And so you can get some classics of English literature that way and poetry, I'm sure, as well. Ooh, I like that. That's a great idea. So tip number one is diversify your input. Go to different forms of English, English being written in different ways and being expressed in different ways. Right, Shana? That's right. And the second awesome. one also has to do with diversification, and it's working on uh, exposing yourself to English being spoken with different accents, and that includes other non-native English speakers. Um, yeah. Because I've had students who have been upper intermediate or advanced, but they've worked with people from other countries who are also communicating in, in English, but because of mm. the accents, it was just difficult for them to understand each other, even though each one actually did have quite a high level of English and was able to understand native speakers. And Absolutely. So since, you know, we have a global English community, right? You know, it's not just, right, right. you know, native English speakers. Yeah. You know, we need to to be able to understand everybody. And so to be able to seek out, you know, people with Indian accents, Scottish accents, um, Ooh, nice. Australian, yeah. you know, Chinese, Japanese, just everywhere and be able to understand uh, everybody is a really big plus, especially as you interact with different people when you travel or when you're in business. Um, you'll probably need to have that ability, right? Oh, yeah, especially if we work in a very competitive field where people from all over the world are working together. I'm thinking like Silicon Valley, right? Your colleagues are going to be from all over, everyone speaking English, but with a different accent. So you really need to be able to communicate with everyone in that space, not just native English speakers, right? Exactly. And I've got yeah. a site that I can recommend for that, and that is um, elo.org. That's E-L-L-L-O. That's three L's. Dot org. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And it has over a thousand dialogues and the dialogues are actually not only by different native English speakers, but also by different non-native English speakers. And they're organized mm -hmm. with the little flag that shows each person's country. And so mm -hmm. you can actually sort by country, I think. And if you really want to practice a particular accent, you know, understanding people with a particular accent or type of speaking, you can do that on the site and is really diverse in terms of the places where people are from. Yeah, I like this, Shana. Thank you for mentioning this because I feel like this is a little bit outside of the box in terms of thinking, but it's really important. I mean, a lot of our listeners 
say that they want to listen to native English, but native English is not right. What is native English and what is global English? We're moving towards this new model where really the point is, as we say on this show, it's connection, right? We want to connect with people, with our colleagues, with our friends, our neighbors. And it's not all about native or American or British English. Right. And, you know, it's it's even something where, you know, different accents, we have different accents even within native English speakers. And of course, there are going to be yeah. different accents with non-native English speakers. And it doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's wrong. It's just a different form yeah. of English. And uh, yeah. so it's great yeah. to be able to understand and interact with everybody. Yeah, and that site is great. So LO.org, right? And those videos are free, right? So our listeners can jump on that site and listen to any of those videos free of charge. Isn't that correct? Yeah, it's vid- both videos and like recorded dialogues. And they have both the MP3 and the text that accompanies. So if you get stuck or if you're not able to make out a certain word, you can just check the transcript. Ooh, I like it. Good tip. Thank you, Shana. So the idea is listen to different accents, not just you don't want to be just looking for one kind of English accent. It should be a variety. Excellent. So, Shana, what's your third tip? Was there a third way that our listeners can push themselves to that advanced level? Yeah, and this might seem really obvious, but I think it's really important for people who are getting towards advance, and that is to actively get feedback on both your spoken and written English. Um, when you reach a high level, your English is usually, it's good enough to get by or even to do well in most situations, and so a lot of people won't correct you anymore, or yeah. they'll just kind of overlook any mistakes because 99% of your English is, is fine. But if you really want to push yourself and go further, you need to have someone to be able to, you know, correct those tiny errors. You know, at this point, the errors probably won't cause any miscommunications. But of course, you do want to improve them and fix them. Um, Totally, totally. And that applies to both speaking and and writing. So you can do that with a private teacher obviously can give you very specific feedback. Um, You can Mm -hmm. do that through a conversation exchange uh, where you exchange tips with a native speaker of English who's trying to learn your language, or you can join some sort of course or program which uh, has that as a feature. Yeah, yeah, that's really important. I mean, we hit a point where we just we start to plateau out. And you know, that happened to me with my Spanish, although these days I'm not speaking as much. But at one point, I just wasn't getting any corrections. And I sort of started to lose motivation too, because it started I was using the same phrases over and over again. How about you, Shana, with your Portuguese? Because I know that you were living in Brazil before. Did you get to that point where you're kind of plateauing out? Yeah, very few people correct me anymore, and it's probably something yeah. I should seek out more. My husband, who's Brazilian, occasionally does correct me if I've actually said something uh, extremely wrong, um, <laughs> and then I at least it's you know I remember it for next time. But I think yeah. I have a feeling that I still have a lot of small errors which just kind of get passed over. Um, yeah. So which frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. You lose that motivation, I would imagine. Okay. So for our listeners, so finding a private teacher, where can we go online to find that? private teacher or any ideas that you what do you tell your listeners as as to where to go um if you search for skype english lessons you will normally find a lot of sites and teachers which offer private one-to-one lessons and you can communicate with your teacher and say you know i know i'm pretty advanced but i would really like you to correct any errors you you see or hear you know don't just let them go by because as teachers we all we often have to kind of pick and choose what errors we correct because science to correct everything it's too much and yeah um, so but if you tell your teacher no i really want you to 
help me perfect my English, you know, pronunciation and grammar, <laughs> those little prepositions, which are so tricky. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And to also ask if you can do some sort of writing uh, task where maybe once a week you write uh, some text, you know, three or four paragraphs and your teacher corrects it uh, is yeah. very useful as well. Yeah, I think sometimes the writing gets ignored, right? And we do we do need to think about the writing part. Often it's all about speaking, 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 and we forget that writing is a really good way to solidify our skills and check that we're doing it right because we would pick up on some errors that we might not pick up in speaking. Exactly. The grammar of spoken English is more flexible. Even native English speakers, we don't make perfectly correct sentences when we speak, but in writing, it becomes a little bit more obvious and more important to have the right structure and the right word usage and all that. Yeah, I love that. And I just want to remind our listeners that we have this special deal going with italki. So if you guys want to find that native English teacher, it's easy to find that person on italki. So you can go to allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I, register on that page, and you'll get 10 U.S. dollars to go toward your second lesson at italki. So we think that that's a good way. There's lots of ways, and that's just a quick and easy way to do it. But yeah, I think you're right, Shana. Getting that feedback at, at that level, especially, is super important. We need to keep pushing ourselves. Yeah, and I think that's the key to all three of these tips, actually. Once you reach a high level, you need to be really even more actively involved in your own English education because it won't be so easy to be spoon-fed anymore. Oh, I'll just take a, right. a quick lesson and it will give me everything I need to know. You need to go out and look for and create those opportunities. <laughs> um, yeah. That's true. I think you're right. We need to jump into the driver's seat at that point. It's really a self-guided thing. And that's what I love about podcasts and podcast listeners, our audience. You know, they're really self-directed learners. So I think that they can do this. So I really hope that you guys take Shana's advice here. You know, the idea of diversifying your input. Go to a play. Listen, uh, read some poetry, right? Listen to English with different accents, not just the standard American English accent or British English accent. And also get feedback, spoken and written feedback. Awesome. Shana, is there any final tip for our listeners that you want to throw out there? Um, No, that's it. I just think that uh, keep going. You know, I have students who are in my program and who consistently do every single lesson and ask for feedback every single time. And there's a huge difference between those students and the people who kind of do it every once in a while when they feel like it. Um, mm-hmm. when they get inspired, but having that, <laughs> having that persistence, um, it's a, a matter of small improvements built up over time leads to a big improvement instead of like awesome. one small improvement today and then one small improvement yeah. 20 days from now. Um, and you can right. build that momentum as long as you're persistent and consistent, you know, listening to something like all ears English every day. Um, you will see that incremental improvement have a big, big payoff in the future. Right. And I know that your lessons over at EspressoEnglish.net are set up in a way that they're simple, they're quick, they're easy to consume, and they're very clear, right? Um, you have a very clear voice, a very clear native voice. So let us know what you have over there. What, what do you have going on for our listeners that maybe they could check out what you've got? at Espresso English. So yeah, I've got a number of courses, but the newest one is actually really perfect for advanced learners who are looking to get this type of challenge and feedback. And it's called the Premium Lessons Program. And basically, every week you get a lesson set, which includes an article-based lesson, 
a dialogue-based lesson, and then an Ask the Teacher video. And so it's three different kind of lesson formats. But part of it is that in addition to learning from the dialogue and learning from the article, there's a writing task and a speaking task, which provides the opportunity to do what we were just talking about. You record your speaking and send it to me. I comment. You send me uh, your writing, and then I'll provide some feedback or correction if needed. And I have I even have students in this class who are actually non-native speakers who are teaching English in their respective countries, but they still want to improve, right? And so Ooh, yeah, they yeah, are they are yeah. doing the writing, doing the speaking, and it's re- it's been really fun just working with students at this level and providing that kind of personalized feedback. Oh, I like this because this is sounds like this is highly customized for students who are at a similar level as our listeners, right? So our listeners are at that advanced level; they want to push it up. So you've created this just for this specific type of student, right, Shana? Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, you should be at least intermediate uh, to join the program, and that's where you'll really get the most benefit. Awesome. So I want to encourage you guys to go over and check out what Shana has created for you and try to see if you can join the program, see if it's right for you. So Shana, where can our listeners go to find out about this? And do you have any special kind of offers just for the All Ears English audience if they want to check this out? Yeah, definitely. So if you go to EspressoEnglish.net slash All Ears English, there's a page where not only can you sign up for the premium lessons, but if you do sign up, you will get one of the other courses or ebooks free as just a bonus gift. And you can choose which one. And I have courses on listening, courses on speaking, pronunciation, business. And so when you sign up for premium lessons, you get one of those uh, extra courses or extra ebooks of your choice as a bonus. Ooh, that's great. Guys, go over and take advantage of this special offer that Shana has created for you as as audience members of All Ears English. So thank you so much. Again, Shana, can you say that URL one more time so we know exactly where to go? Sure. It's EspressoEnglish.net slash All Ears English. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show today, Shana. This has been really good, really helpful. And I think you're going to inspire some of our listeners today. You've given them the tools to move forward. They may have not known what to do at that advanced level. And now I think we know how to move forward and how to push that, push ourselves to that next level. So thank you. And uh, we hope to see you on the show again soon. Awesome, Lindsay. Thanks a lot. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Take care, Shana. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's show and be sure to come back to our website at allearsenglish.com slash resources for some awesome ideas and special offers to help you get fluent. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. See you soon.